Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tinker Time. I'm Michael, and uh, this is Mr. Grumpy. Hello, everybody. Um, uh, yeah, so it's, it, what episode are we on now? Well, I think we're on episode three of series three. Oh, very symmetrical there, Michael. Um, and uh, before we really get going, just to say, if you want to support what we do, you can go to rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J. Tinker. And it's a way of supporting us monthly from as little as a pound a month. That's uh, the same as uh, what, Mr. Grumpy? I've no idea. I mean, what costs a pound nowadays? Even chocolate bars are, are more than that, aren't they? So uh, for less than, than a chocolate bar from the motorway services, uh, you can support what, we, uh, what we're doing here. And, um, yeah, you can feed Michael and his family. To be honest, uh, I'm all right because I'm stuffed. If you don't know, Mr. Grumpy is a puppet. Hey! Don't call me a Muppet. A puppet. Ah, oh, that's okay then. Uh, yeah, so you can support us through Rocket Fuel, um, but also you can go to uh, our website, michaeljtinker.com, and there's loads of stuff you can buy CDs and downloads and TV series and t shirts and all sorts of fun things uh, to, to get, stuck in, uh, get stuck into. And of course, Christmas is coming up, so. Uh, why not get a few stocking fillers? And we do um, ship all over the world. So wherever you are, you can order something. And also follow us on social media, forward slash Michael J. Tinker. Basically everything, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can follow us on those things. Oh, and uh, YouTube as well, where there's loads of videos. Yeah, I'm on there somewhere. So um, yeah, go to that uh, youtube.com forward slash Mr. Grumpy. No, it's uh, forward slash Michael Chittinger. So go check that out. Uh, loads of videos for you to enjoy. Well, there's something very special happening soon. Yeah, I'm off for a nap straight after this. No, even more special than that. Seriously, more special than my nap. Yes, more special than your nap. Um, Lunch? We've had lunch. Oh, uh, tea? No, Christmas. All right, yeah, Christmas. When's that happening? Well, it's the same day that happens every year. Uh, but it's not very long, is it? Though sometimes it can feel like a long time, especially if you're waiting for a particular present or you're going to see family that you haven't seen for ages. You might be feeling like you're having to wait a long, long time. Well, just think how the people from the Old Testament and the first part of the Bible must have felt because they had been waiting for God to send a special rescuer for ages and ages and ages. They really did have to wait a long, long time, but eventually the rescuer did arrive, didn't he? Here's a song about it. What? You didn't say there was going to be a song? Send us up and crush us 
Trust in him. A long, long time ago, the prophet Malachi did say, The Lord God makes a promise that he. And make a people for his own He will send a special prophet Who will change hearts of stone That was his promise long ago Would he keep his promise? Trust in him a long, long time ago. Jesus was going home. The Lord God made a promise that one day he'll return. He'll keep his promise. 
Today, we're going to have the second part of our interview with Yancey. Not Nancy. That's right, Yancey, um, who also makes music for kids. So we thought that would be good to share that with those of you who have never come across Yancey. Um, we're going to have that second part of the interview in a moment, and then also one of her songs. Great, not one of yours. Good, good, good. But first of all, we have a big Bible question. Michael's big Bible question. Christopher, aged eight, asks, When we die, will we go to heaven or will we have a new earth to live on? Ah, uh, I know what you're going to say. I don't know. Well, actually, Mr. Grumpy, I do know. Have a listen to this from Revelation chapter 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. That means there wasn't any danger. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Boom! Yeah, oh, that sounds amazing. So, so Christopher asked, when we die, will we go to heaven or will we have a new earth to live on? So what's, what's the answer, Michael? Well, the answer is yes. Hang on a second. He said, will we go to heaven or will we have a new earth to live on? And you said yes. Which is it? Well, actually, according to Revelation 21, heaven comes to earth. They're joined together. God lives with his people. So we will actually live in a new heaven on a new earth. So this new world, it'll be totally different to this one. Uh, yes, right, and no. What? Well, when God says he is making everything new, it means he's transforming everything. Just like he did when he raised Jesus from the dead. Oh, yeah, uh, Jesus had a new body, didn't he? Well, in some ways, yes. His resurrected body was a transformed body. Oh, he could appear in locked rooms without opening the door. That's pretty cool. And his body would never get sick, broken or die. In that way, it's new. But Jesus' body still has the scars from when he died on the cross. Uh, the marks from the nails in his hands and, uh, and a mark where the spear went into his side. And from what the Bible says, it seems the new earth will be like that. There will be marks of this world, good things we recognise, so we can expect to be able to go walking in the hills and the mountains or swimming in the sea. But, just like Jesus' new body, it'll also feel different. But not different in a way that makes you go, oh, I don't like this, I want to go home. Different in a way that makes us go, of course, this is how the world was always meant to be. This is home. So I think the colours there will be even more beautiful than even the most tropical flower you can find here. 
The sounds will make our hearts burst with happiness, like when you hear your favourite song. Well, that does sound pretty good, Michael. Thank you so much for your question, Christopher. I hope that uh, helps with the answer. Uh, but also, let us know what you discover when you read the Bible. Right, I think it's time to hand over to, uh, well, to hand over to me talking to Yancey. Uh, it's always you, isn't it, Michael? Here we go. Um, one more question before you tell us about a song okay. you're going to share with us, um, because this, um, if people are listening to the podcast as it's going out, it's going to be just before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some people might be listening after Christmas. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's still a good question. What's your favorite thing about the Christmas season? Oh, good question, oh, Michael. Man. Thank you. Um, my favorite thing would be giving gifts. I'm a gift oh. giver. And I love to wrap presents as well. So I love Christmas music. I've made a lot of Christmas music. I think I have like 18 Christmas songs. Um, I love that. I love getting to do Christmas concerts. I love decorating, you know, Christmas trees and decorating my house with decor and whatnot. But truly one of my favorite pastimes is wrapping presents and just getting to give gifts to people that I love in my life is a a joy. So. That wow. would probably be. And do it. you have a do you have a particular Christmas album you listen to while you're doing that? Do you have um, like a, okay, it's Christmas season. This record goes. I on. mean, I'm always going to listen to the Amy Grant Christmas albums, okay. like every year, nice. no matter what. Especially her first one is probably one of my favorites too. So that one takes me way way back. So definitely always that one. Um, and then, but yeah, I'll I'll listen to different Christmas albums and whatnot as I'm sitting there wrapping presents and doing all the things. So to to round it off, you're going to um, share a song with us, um, and if you could tell us what it is and why why you wanted to share it with us. Yeah, of course. So I'm going to share a song with you called "Ready Set Go," and just I do have some backstory on that. So. A few years back, um, I went to visit this place that we have here in America called the Ark Encounter. And um, this particular place, there's an organization that has built a life-size, true replica of Noah's Ark. So they took, you know, all the information that the Bible tells us about the size of it and all of this stuff, and they built this huge ark that's just like what Noah built and you get to walk up inside of it and walk all through it and, you know, learn different things (laughs) about how potentially, you know, they took care of all of those animals, you know, where did they put all the poop? Oh, I know. I know. Sorry. It's a good question. I know. So I had gone to see this ark and you know, that day as I was walking through it and then we got done and hopped back in the car to drive home to Nashville. And I just kept thinking about the fact that like Noah obeyed, you know, like there was something really special about seeing how big it was in real life. You know, it's a story I've always heard <laughs> many times over, but like seeing it, it's grand size and scale just put a new perspective. And I just realized I'm like, like Noah probably questioned himself, you know, like a time or two, like, did I really hear this? You know, like, and I was just thinking about the people that lived near him, you know, and, and and even you and I very well could be guilty if we had been living 
in those times of like walking by and just being like, that guy's crazy, you know, like what in the world is he doing? But I just was really moved by thinking about the fact that Noah was so convinced that he had heard God ask him to do it, that he actually did it. He actually built the ark. He gathered those animals up. He put his family on that. And, you know, the rest is history. Like, you know, you and I are having this conversation ultimately because Noah did what he did and he was obedient. So I just kind of kept thinking about that. And Hmm. at that point, honestly, there's a series that I do for younger kids called Little Praise Party. And it was like past time for me to do a new one of those albums and kind of had been on my like to-do list for a couple of years and just I kept not doing it because honestly I didn't have all the money that I needed in order to pay for the recordings and make the videos that I make to go with it and so because I didn't have everything I needed I just honestly had been doing nothing and so walking through the arc and just learning that lesson for me was kind of this invitation from God to be like so are you seriously gonna like keep not doing anything for like years because you don't you don't have this and I just really you know felt that invitation that pull from him that I was supposed to move forward and and I realized um you know that I had I had been wrong from the standpoint that I wasn't even finishing my song ideas that I had you know because it was like well I don't have the you know the funds here to go record them or whatever so I don't even have to worry about finishing the song, you know, like I'll just keep it on a voice memo on my phone, you know, instead of the side until the time is right. And so I realized I'm like, Hey, I can, it doesn't cost me any money to finish those songs and to write those songs. And I realized, honestly, I could book the studio time and go record the audio, just the, the videos that I really don't have the money ready to go. And so I just started walking things out. And honestly, it was probably like a good solid year of, making plans, making commitments, you know, writing songs, recording them, starting the process of having the videos made. And, and God was just so good and faithful and like literally provided every single step of the way. And it was honestly, it was like, uh, the very beginning of March, 2020, when I like finished that, that project ended up having all the money that I needed provided in a in a miraculous way and you know too just the timing of that of it was like two weeks right before like our world you know shut down here in America and and just so, so sweet and significant and so I realized on that journey and on that process too that the ripple effect of your obedience goes so much farther than you could ever imagine yeah and I'd had a I'd had an idea to write a song called Ready, Set, Go, you know, before going to the Ark. And I just thought, oh, this song's going to be about running our race towards the prize. And, you know, that verse in the New Testament. But I sat down to finish that idea on this, you know, post going to the Ark Encounter journey. Mm -hmm. And it's like the song does kind of talk about that but it talks about so much more and it ends up being just a whole lot more about hearing God's voice and being a walking in obedience to do what he says and you know there are oftentimes in church world or different places we like to talk about finishing our race well and that's important and I think we do need to finish our race well 
But on the flip side of that, I realized that there's so many Christians in this world even that haven't been obedient to that little nudge and that thing that God is speaking to them for their life, the thing that he wants them to do. And I realized that there's so many Christians really that haven't even began the race that God truly intended mm. and had for their life. And so yeah. my challenge to you guys, to you kids that are listening, to you moms and dads that are hearing this, whatever thing it is that God is asking you to do, just go do it. You know, like be like Noah and go do it. And it may be something that's really big, seeming like an ark, or it may be something that still is kind of a big <laughs> thing, like, making an album and making videos that churches and schools and families and whatnot will be using. It could be something simple like smiling at the person that is checking you out when you go to the store, you know, or being kind to um, a child in your class that you know needs a friend. Like sometimes it may be really simple, ordinary, seemingly stuff to you that mm -hmm. you know there's a prompt, you know, in your heart that's like, hey, I, I, I should do this. And it's just like, just do those things because you oftentimes don't even realize for even years down the road just the effect that that had on someone yeah. and the difference you made. And so big or small, it's all the same. Like be obedient to what it is. The ripple effect of your obedience goes farther than you could ever imagine. So that is one of the reasons why this song and this project are super special and um, near and dear to my heart. So I hope you guys love this. It's Ready, Set, Go.
Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast episode. And like we said, if you want to support what we do, go to rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J. Tinker. The link is in the text of the podcast, wherever you listen to it. And uh, yeah, donate a pound a month and that will really help us um, uh, do what we do. And also check out the website, michaeljtinker.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.